We're already living in a kind of virtual reality. It doesn't mean the kind of reality where we have to wear a headset or use fancy computer technology in order to experience the world, and though in many ways we already have that in terms of social media and the degree to which we're looking at our phones much of the time. But even when you put your phone down and you put your device away and you just walk the streets and you live in the world that you're in, we're still virtualizing in some shape or form. And that's because we construct much of our experience. That's to say that we certainly take what's in front of us, but we combine it or we allow what's in front of us to trigger or to evoke within us our previous experiences, our beliefs, our expectations. We're constantly filling in gaps. If you look at the world around you right now, there's certain things you can see, there's certain things you can't see, but you absolutely assume that they're there. You assume there's an other side to any object that you can see. You assume the door to the room that you're in leads to somewhere. All of that is not present in your immediate experience, but it seems to be a fairly safe assumption based on your memories of previous experiences. So the question then is, well, does it matter? Does it really make any difference whether we're directly experiencing things or whether we're constructing and creating a kind of a virtual experience? And sometimes it doesn't matter, but sometimes it does. Sometimes the difficulty is that our previous experiences prime us in a certain way so we excessively limit ourselves in the here and the now and in other ways moving forward. And almost by definition, the past lacks certain things that are in the present or the future. And technology is an easy way to think about this. So much of the technology we take for granted today, if you look back into the past, you can't quite see it. You can see some of the foundations of it, but nothing that looks quite like what we have today. So the question is, what is then possible if we look forward a bit more what 10 years from now or 20 years from now we completely take for granted, but we can't quite imagine it right now at this moment. So this is interesting because it requires us to do two things. It requires us to, on one hand, use imagination and to virtualize and to simulate and to think of what can be rather than getting too caught up in what actually is right now. But, at the same time, it also requires us to step away from imagination and the limitations that may be there that we've inherited from previous experiences or the lack of certain experiences and actually ground ourselves a bit more in the here and the now so that we can play with what's there and see what's possible.